Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This week we are talking all about body checking what it is and how to stop now body checking might be something that you've heard of maybe you've been told you do or you've realized you do or maybe it's something you haven't heard of but it's been listed in symptoms of disordered eating or a condition that maybe you're thinking you might have so we're just going to go into it a little bit more and some strategies to try and stop and take a step back so first things first what is body checking? So body checking is the habit of checking your body's weight, shape, size or appearance. This can be using mirrors, scales, visually checking and it sounds quite harmless. Oh of course I look in the mirror or I might weigh myself every now and again but body checking can become harmful when it becomes a compulsion. So you do it daily, maybe hourly, Every mirror you walk past, you must look into and you look at your body and see how it changes. You're constantly pinching your skin, poking it, feeling how it feels. Or maybe for some people, it can be something like having a pair of trousers that once fit you, that you try on every single day to see if you have changed your body in any way. It's something that you can't help but do and it becomes like compulsion. So it's no longer something you feel in control of. In fact, you might feel slightly out of control and can't help but do it. So examples, like I said, can be checking a mirror, weighing yourself yourself obsessively, checking to see maybe if your thighs touch, to see if you have a thigh gap, trying on the same pair of clothes every day, trying on clothes that you know are too small to see if you finally fit into them, comparing your body to old photos, comparing your body to photos of another person, having a picture of someone else printed out that you are trying to compare to every day, taking progress photos on a daily, weekly basis, things like that. Now, some of these you might be thinking... I do that or oh that sounds like something else that I do that's great you're now bringing awareness to something that was previously an unconscious compulsion if you're thinking well I check in the mirror but everyone does then it may be worth asking yourself how often do you do it are you doing it multiple times a day are you looking in the mirror and going "Hmm, look all right or oh I need to brush my hair or something or are you going look in the mirror I don't like the way I look oh I've changed since this morning oh yesterday I look better do I look like this? How is that affecting your mental and physical health? What sort of thoughts are arising when you do it? Is it merely a check or is it you taking yourself apart bit by bit and scrutinizing yourself? Now, I want to add a little note here about body checking versus body avoiding. You might be thinking, you know what? Not only do I not do that, I do the opposite. And actually, there is something called body avoiding. And if you think of a a sort of spectrum, if you've got body checking at one end, you've got body avoiding at the other. And this basically means you avoid your body at all costs. You cover all the mirrors. You wear really oversized clothing that doesn't accentuate any part of your body because you don't want to see it. So you're doing the opposite behaviours. But it still stems from that idea of body dissatisfaction has the same risk factors and can still have the same negative effect on your body and your thoughts. So body avoiding can sometimes be grouped in with body checking in terms of negative effects, but also strategies to avoid one may be used to avoid the other because it's a lot of bringing awareness and starting to notice your body as it is rather than trying to change it in either direction 
Again, it's asking yourself why. If you just like to wear baggy clothing or you like to wear warm jumpers, great, comfort, warmth, all those beneficial things. But if it's coming from a position of negative relationships with your body and how you see yourself, maybe it needs to be addressed. So what is the problem? Body checking can have negative effects on your mental, physical health, which can then have knock-ons on emotional health, your relationships with others, your relationship with yourself. It can have knock-on effects on things like anxiety as well around your body, around going out, around how you see yourself. A 2022 study found that those with anorexia exhibited higher levels of body checking than those in recovery and a control group who did not experience an eating disorder. They stated that body checking tends to amplify what we perceive to be imperfections with our body. And so it's associated with grating eating disorder symptom severity. We're seeing eating disorders on the rise and body checking can be a small stepping stone into that process. And actually, quite interestingly, a lot of these studies are starting to group that body avoidance in. They're saying body avoidance also increases your dissatisfaction. And often we try and do it for control. And because we're a little anxious, there is that increased risk of mental health conditions when you have an eating disorder in a works in both ways you may experience mental health and therefore have an eating disorder eating disorder therefore mental health it's a bit of a reciprocal thing there but when we have anxiety around our body sometimes body checking we think that will help with the anxiety because we're checking in it's constant we're in control but it may perpetuate that anxiety we might feel out of control we might feel like we don't know what's going on with our bodies and we're out of control with them How do we regain that control? Often restrictive eating. This is where it can snowball into that disordered eating and maybe even into an eating disorder. You may start that cycle of restrictive diets, failing, feeling guilty, feeling shame, etc, etc. As we know, diets don't work. If you haven't listened to the podcast, there's loads of blog posts and podcasts on why it doesn't work. Just Google it. Or go on nourishpractice.com, etc. And it gets us out of tune with our body. I'm sure you've seen various quotes, um, stories, etc. on social media, online, all about the idea of when you take a picture of a, a sunset, a sunrise, something, whatever it is, it doesn't quite capture it right. It never looks as good in photos as it does in real life. The same happens with us. A mirror only captures you a certain angle, a certain light. Often it's not indicative of how you truly look, how you are as a person, your personality, so many other things. Have you ever looked at old photos of yourself and been surprised and gone, oh, back when that photo was taken, I thought I looked completely different. It's really common. We don't see ourselves as we are. And looking in the mirror, checking our body doesn't help us see how we are. Now, getting to the root of this, because I don't want you to think, oh, how have I got here? I'm just stuck in this spiral. And I don't want to be the boy who cried diet culture all the time. But ultimately, we do live in a culture that promotes that thin ideal, that we should all look a certain way. Having this in our mind's eye when we check our body means that we always feel like something is wrong. I was around, I was a teenager when the Tumblr generation of thigh gaps and checking that sort of stuff every day, there were posts daily about how you should be checking in on your body. Having that in front of you will affect those sort of things. It will reinforce it in your brain. Take a look at the media you consume. Ask yourself, how does it make you feel about your body? Is there a person, a picture, etc. that you think of when you're checking your body? Are you thinking, I need to look like this person or I've seen this and this is perpetuating it? 
So now that we've talked about the problem, how can intuitive eating help? Ultimately, intuitive eating is about reconnecting with your body's internal signals and meeting your body where it is at. It's about finding out what satisfies and nourishes your body while recognising so many factors affect our relationship with food and movement. The main one here being respect your body as a principle of intuitive eating. And what I personally really like is the focus on the word respect. It is giving your body what it needs to thrive, regardless of how you feel about it. It is aiming for body acceptance, not necessarily body love and being shouting for the rooftops about how much you appreciate it. It is just noticing that your life and who you are encompasses so much more than the way we physically look. And acknowledging the weight stigma and bias that we have as a society. And to me, I really like that tool because it's saying, you know what, I'm not expecting you to do a full 180, but we're going to respect and treat our body with the care that it deserves. Second thing, intuitive eating is focusing on rejecting diet culture. And as we just said, diet culture is what perpetuates this idea of what we should look like and often reinforces body checking. So by focusing on rejecting diet culture and being a bit more in tune with our body, we can start to turn away from that messaging and hopefully away from the idea of what we should look like. I personally try to help build people's toolkits to face situations where they may feel compelled to body check and self-criticise so that they have strategies in place to combat it and they may feel that they no longer need it. So, Moving on to some strategies, and I'm just going to bullet point a few here rather than super in detail. And if any of them resonate, you can link into them a little bit more or develop them to suit your life and your situation. So first things first, I would like you to note when you are body checking. Again, when it's a compulsion, it can become really subconscious. We don't realise we're doing it. We look in every mirror, but we're not knowingly looking in every mirror. We weigh ourselves every day, but that's just part of our morning routine. Why would we not do it? So it's stopping and going, I am body checking. How do I feel before, during and after? Maybe you were stressed before and it was that need for control. Maybe afterwards, it always leaves you feeling a bit drained and just not feeling great. With things like progress photos, they were originally put out as a, oh, I go to the gym, I want to see my my progress, my benefits, but often we're left feeling worse if we don't see a change in a photo which can't encompass so much of our lives and our changes. So start to notice, actually, is it making me feel worse after? And it may sound, oh, I'm just making a list on a phone, in a journal, on a piece of paper, whatever, but you're telling your brain that this isn't good for you and you're starting to notice actually what are the effects it's having and this will help incentivize you to change that behavior but also if you have it as a list and you go oh I thought I was only looking in the mirror once a day but I've listed at least five times today when I've checked in on my body clearly I'm doing it more and maybe that needs to change and then when you catch yourself doing it you'll look and go well the last three times I did it I left feeling guilty and ashamed I'm not going to do it again I'm going to stop myself before I do it and you may start to see triggers Oh, I do it every time I come home. Well, maybe when I come home, I'm going to actively try and do something else. Oh, I do it when I get in an argument. I'll then go into my room and try on old clothes that don't fit me anymore. What else can I do? What mindfulness, what stress for these things? Starting to build different ways than body checking. Second thing, I want you to ask yourself why. Why are you doing it? Again, often it's due to a need to control your body. A need to, you feel like you need to change things. Why are you doing it? And this will then get you to see what do you actually need? If it's, I need to feel in control, what other aspects of your life are feeling out of control that maybe we can deal with in a different way? 
maybe it's you're feeling unhappy in your body okay what can we do to make you feel happier in your body and where you're at with it that doesn't involve checking and restricting those sorts of things ask yourself what would happen if you released control a little bit if you took a step back what is the worst that can happen and it's easy to spiral here but just that first step what would happen if i didn't weigh myself tomorrow morning if you weigh yourself every day what would happen if i didn't do it tomorrow morning facing that fear head on and saying i don't think anything would change i'm going to try it for one day and see and again how do you feel afterwards start to notice how you feel and why you're doing it and actually something that you may realize and that needs to be acknowledged and maybe do some personal work on research have a look into it is do you worry about gaining weight do you have a bit of an internal stigma when it comes to weight gaining weight and body image it may be that you are scared of gaining weight and ask yourself why why do you think this way what has happened before how can you change this way of thinking so some small strategies that can help a little bit of body checking other than just that awareness is working on your mindfulness being present in and with your body when you are able to be in your body, you can see it as a little bit more than just what you may see in the mirror. Mindfulness may also help with the idea of doing things out of habit and out of compulsion and instead going, I am present and I'm not going to do those things. Work on your ability to have self-compassion, not only for your body and what you see as imperfections, but also for when you do body check. If you go a couple of days without weighing yourself and then Oh, use the scale and you weigh yourself that's absolutely fine don't use it to lead into that spiral know that it's a habit that you've done for a long time and it will take a while to break that continual chain if you really like things like affirmations or mantras some people really like ones like my worth has nothing to do with my body and if it changes it is not indicative of my character and my life sometimes just general statements like i'm going to meet my body where it's at my body doesn't need to be checked having this in your head, on your phone, some people have it on post-it notes, they stick it on the mirror, so that as they go to body check, they see that statement where they should be looking at their body, they see that and it's a reinforcement. Next thing, let's look at your environment. Are you constantly scrolling through Instagram? Are you watching reality TV where all they talk about is contestants' bodies? Do your friends and family constantly body check? Are they always having conversations about their body, someone else's body, a celebrity's body? Maybe you need to take a step back and say, hmm, I don't want to be in these conversations anymore or I'm going to change what actually I'm taking in on a daily basis. Next thing, maybe have a wardrobe clear out. And again, this is prefaced with the idea that it is a huge privilege to buy new clothes and to have the expendable income to do so. But if possible, clothes swaps with friends, charity shops, Depop, etc. can be useful to take in new clothes. But for most of us, we probably have a lot of clothes in our wardrobe that no longer serve us, don't fit us, make us feel uncomfortable. But we always keep them. There's always the one, I don't know, dress for next summer that you're going to fit in after the diet pays off. Things like that aren't serving you and they're in the back of your mind. So try and cultivate clothes that make you feel comfortable, make you feel your best and that serve you. Next thing, remove the tools that don't serve you. Ditch the scale, maybe avoid mirrors. Again, we're not going into that body avoidance, but if you find yourself constantly looking in mirrors, maybe just covering one for a couple of days might help. Any measuring tapes, get rid of them. Those pair of trousers that are too small, don't use them. Stop taking progress photos. 
those things that are reinforcing these habits, try and ditch them because they will just help you get back into that cycle. And then last thing, social media clear out, unfollow, or if they're a friend, apparently you can block and then they don't see it. And that way you're not worried about the implications. Accounts that make you feel not great about your body. Because friends can do that without realising. You want to see their life, but you don't need to see their body struggles. And that's absolutely fine. Maybe you try and follow a range of diverse bodies that make you feel great. There's a whole range of athletes that are of all different sizes doing amazing things or advocates. Have a look around. They are all out there. Um, An exercise that might be really useful, and I know for a lot of people, it sounds silly, but can be really nice to have it to hand, is something called Petals of Worth, and I've shared it on my Instagram a few times. And this is the idea that you make a note of all the things that you like about yourself. These can be physical, like, I really like my smile, I have strong legs, I have strong arms, I don't know. Or it can be non-physical, your energy, your compassion, your ability to be a good listener, a caring friend. And think about a flower, whether you want to draw one or not. There is an intuitive eating worksheet where you have the outline of a flower and you draw it on each petal. And you just take them as you need. And it's nice to have that visual in front of you. And if you're struggling to think of stuff yourself, again, can sound, oh, I don't want to, but trust me, the little bit of discomfort is worth it. Ask friends and family. There's nothing like hearing how those around you who care about you see you. They will say things that you don't even notice. It may be how you look when you talk about a certain thing that you care about. Or, again, how you're an amazing listener who gives the best advice that you don't even realise you're doing. And they're all things that encompass part of you that are nothing to do with the part of your body that you're checking every day in the mirror. Have these to hand. Have them on a poster. Just have them in your mind. And you can build tools that body respect without body checking. Hopefully this has been useful. If you want to look more into body checking, there are some resources online. But again, it's sort of a new symptom, as it were, of a lot of disordered eating. Something that people have been doing for a long time, but research is catching up. And some of these exercises are catching up and intertwine with intuitive eating, mindfulness and self-compassion. If you need a little bit more support, maybe reach out to a professional, whether that's counselling, nutrition professional, etc. Any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice. Otherwise, have a lovely rest of your day.